Hello and welcome back to Deep Cuts. Woo! Woo! Whole, was, this is the third year that Deep Cuts has existed in. Check oh that out. Oh my gosh. We're just spanning the ages here. <laughs> of course, as always, I am Jackson. I am Steve. And welcome to the new year. Uh, we don't have to welcome you to that. This episode is going to come out well into January. <laughs> um, happy new year, guys. The, yeah, happy new year. Well, it's the first time we have spoken since December. Like, uh, 2020. Yeah, since since the Dark Ages, although it looks like those are continuing. Uh, <laughs> hope everyone stayed safe over the, the holiday break. Um, Didn't get caught up in the siege. Yes, in in the coup, the many words that people are applying to that. Um, we we today decided, you know what? Modern times, modern times are are uh, kind of all the rage right now. <laughs> so why not look at a very a <laughs> very modern uh, genre? And so we decided on playing modern rock today. Ooh. Modern rock is a little it's a little amorphous, <clears throat> I guess is the way to put it. Uh, it's Many sort faces. of a title, yeah. It's sort of a title given to, I guess, a group of genres. But the general gist is people making rock music in the last ten to fifteen years. But Steve, would you like to give us maybe a little bit more of a deeper description? Boy, would I. Uh, Wikipedia defines, or partly defines, modern rock in the contemporary sense as today. Today, Modern Rock serves as an indie-driven radio format featuring new, young, and recent indie rock bands and artists, ranging from genres like reggae, folk, hip-hop, and EDM. Common indie artists heard in the format today are Imagine Dragons, Young the Giant, Of Monsters and Men, Atlas Genius, The Neighborhood, Arcade Fire, 21 Pilots, The 1975, and Bastille. Indie Rock remains the main equivalent in in modern rock radio as of February 2014. It's oddly specific date. That is uh, a very oddly, like the day that, (laughs) the day disco died, (laughs) the the day Indie Rock died, The day Indie Rock lived. Oh, lived. Woof. Um, so incidentally enough, we were not going to play a single one of those bands. Um, but hey, that's the point of Deep Cuts. Give you a little bit of something that you've maybe not heard of before. Uh, those bands are definitely very, very much good examples of this genre, as Wikipedia is usually good with picking good examples for things. <laughs> um, but if you're doing some, some extra research on your own, if you like listening to what we are going to be playing today, then I would highly recommend you go check out any of those bands as well. Steve, would you like to kick it off with one of your bands? Boy, would I. So, for both of my bands today, I have accidentally represented the Australian rock scene. So, uh, Deep Cuts Australia to- episode? Deep Cuts Australia. <laughs> Deep Cuts... We're making a spinoff show. Deep Cuts goes to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my first band up is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Oh, it does uh, not get more deep cut than a name like that. Uh, King Giz for short, if you will. So King Giz is an Australian rock band formed in 2010 in Melbourne, Victoria. The band has nine members uh, featuring two drummers. Um, they are known for releasing several albums within a year and genre varying from album to album, which I personally find very interesting and refreshing because a lot of those albums have like a garagey proggy edge to them 
while still having like an accessible sound for like that sounds much more akin to indie than it does to like yes you know um for sure for sure but i know those guys are big fans of like yes and tool which i find very funny because some of their songs that i'm displaying for this episode like fishing for fishies or lunch meat um (laughs) all around great band so to go through my picks fishing for fishies is like this very laid back song about conservation Back in 2019, they released two albums about environmental conservation. The first was, um, blanking on the album title, Fishing for Fishies. So Fishing for Fishies is the self-titled, I mean, title track. And then they released, um, Into the Rat's Nest, which uh, we played a cut from, from our best of 2019. Um, two very very different approaches to conservation if you've listened to both of those albums um we also got slow jam one which is a nice little laid-back indie cut lunch meat which is a epic like garage punk kind of thing trap door which is from their um folk album don't let that deter you if you're like in the indie scene that album goes way too hard and sleep drifter (laughs) from i guess the album that kind of put them on the map which was uh, Microtonal Flying Banana, which if you're asking, like, whoa, that's a weird name, it's because they modified their uh, instruments to uh, hit microtones, which are the notes between notes. And that was when they released five albums in one year. Yeah, I think that nuts. something, yeah, the the kind of big thing, the, the big cheese when it comes to <laughs> King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard is just how varied they are from album to album and even from song to song honestly yeah. uh even they have an album nanagon infinity where the whole album loops like it plays like just one giant song uh and even then you can really tell kind of the different styles that are going on from song to song um despite them flowing into each other uh perfectly so they're definitely a very interesting band. If zany. you're looking for Zanies. yeah, a little bit of a zany time, then that is <laughs> certainly certainly the place to go there. Speaking of something perhaps a little zany. Uh, well, first, did you have anything else to say about <laughs> no, 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 uh, no. King Gizzard? Awesome. So this this band, first band up for me, is one that maybe some people have not heard of before. This is I don't know how, but they found me, which is a Back to the Future quote for anyone curious about <clears throat> what that name means. Uh, they're a, a very new band. They've been active since 2016, uh, forming in Salt Lake City, Utah, but they haven't really been putting out music super regularly since then they put out an ep in 2018 and then just this past year i believe it was november uh they put out their first album and they are just a duo but these these do these two duo guys might might be a little familiar to people uh drummer ryan seaman and bassist dallin weeks are some veterans of the music scene uh, Dallin Weeks being a member of Panic of the Disco from 2009 to 2017, <laughs> and Ryan Seaman being the longest tenured drummer of Falling in Reverse. No way. Yes. So uh, a bit of a, a weird kind of combo of styles coming in there to form, I think, a very interesting sound. Uh, it is very new wavy, I guess is the way to put it. That's a very odd 
way to flow that new wavy. Um, <laughs> but <clears throat> they have gone on record as saying that that sort of 80s pop culture sort of vibe, that feel, that look uh, is very much of an inspiration to them. And I think that it works incredibly well. Uh, if you have not heard of them before, I would very much recommend looking up their music videos. Uh, they're often abbreviated to just IDK How. So if you are not trying to type out, I don't know how, but they found me nine billion times. You can shorten <laughs> it and usually find it. Um, but their music videos are very um, visually striking and very visually interesting. Uh, so I would very much recommend going checking out those if you have any interest in them. Uh, they were uh, by Rock Sound Magazine in 2018, labeled as the hottest unsigned band in the world. They have since been signed. Uh, so if that if that pitch does not grab you at all, then uh, I don't know what will. That title's meaningless now. Uh, pretty much, yeah. That's a little <laughs> meaningless. Now. Um, but that does mean that people people are pretty into them. Uh, and <laughs> hey, I'm pretty into them. And that's all that matters for this show. So. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I don't think that there's much else to say other than. Go check them out. Uh, they're very kind of hard to describe. They're very hard to describe. That's the words that I'm looking for. They opened for the Aquabats once. That has no yes! relevance to their sound, but I think that's yes! hilarious because the Aquabats are funny. <laughs> Dude, the Aquabats own the world, and we're all just merely pawns in their game of chess. <laughs> Honestly, dude, if <laughs> if someone told me I'm the, a pawn in the Aquabats game of chess, I'd be honored. <laughs> me too. And you mentioned how hard that your your band was hard to pin down, and boy, I kind of agree for this next band, Segway Kings. Segway Kings. Um, <laughs> this band is The Vines, another Australian rock group formed in Sydney in 1994. Um, so the funny thing about this band is they, I've always kind of described them as the punk rock sounding Beatles, because their vocalist. Um, Craig Nichols has just like just sounds like a like a Lennon voice, you know. But it they just there have this like far worse edge. far worse compliments than a Lennony voice. A Lennony voice, yes. Some people older than myself may remember their radio hit Get Free, who Weird Al parodied in the medley Angry White Boy Polka. Um <laughs> Um, but people who are of my age may remember them as the uh, intro song for the Borderlands pre-sequel with their song Black Dragon, which you can find on this playlist. Some other songs that I'm including on this are Nothing's Coming with two apostrophes, Metal Zone, Green Utopia, and Scream, which I feel like very much represents their whole sound. Um, if the fact that Weird Al has parodied them, doesn't sell you, I don't know what will. <laughs> I uh, I did not know that they were parodied by Weird Al. That's a very interesting... <laughs> I'm going to have to go re-listen to... Re-listen to Angry White Boy Polka. <laughs> Angry White Boy Polka. Sentence I did not think I would be saying today when I woke up. <laughs> yeah, it also includes Down With The Sickness by Disturbed, Chop Suey by System of a Down. It's all around. And I mean, that's some, polka. Pres- that's some prestigious company to be around. <laughs> Uh, not just Weird Al, but also those. <laughs> Disturbed is prestigious company. <laughs> Disturbed in System of a Down and The Vines. 
the vines. An interesting collection there, but I dig it. Where's your segue, segue king? Ah, all right. Um, <laughs> well, I don't really know how to connect Weird Al and well, Weird. Hey, speaking of Weird, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Episode saved. <laughs> Brought it back. Uh, um, uh, these are like the most weird people in the world, but Cage the Elephant. Uh, they have some very weird stories about their band name, none of which match each other. Also, when I was doing. Oh, I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt you, but also no. a, featured in a Borderlands game. Oh, hey, there's the there's the like there's the segue there's degrees the of separation. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so KG Elephant, I don't really think needs a super big introduction. I think that is one that most people are at least a little bit familiar with. Um, but some maybe some fun facts about them that you don't know that they are from Steve's very own Kentucky. Whoop. The the Commonwealth itself. Hey, you'll go Wildcats. Go go cats. Um, kidding, this is a bear cat production. Yeah, still go cats. Hey, go there cats. we go. Um they were formed in 2006 in Bowling Green, Kentucky, but then l- relocated to London, England in 2008, <laughs> which I don't know how financially that was a move that they were able to do, but I I wish that I could do something like that. Um, <laughs> they're a group of brothers and friends coming together to make some very cool alternative rock, indie rock kind of stuff. Perhaps you could say modern rock, but not a single one of them agrees on the story of how their name came together. Uh, I have, in doing research for this episode, seen three different stories, uh, all of which are very strange. Uh, So on Wikipedia here, there's a quote from Matt Schultz, the lead singer, saying that it came from an incident in 2006 when a mentally disturbed man approached them after a show, hugging Schultz and repeating the sentence, you have to cage the elephant, over and over again. Um, now, that's a fun story. There was another story that I read of, I believe it was the guitarist, saying that they got it from a package of Cracker Jacks, where the little toy that came in it was uh, a little elephant in a cage. And they were like, oh, you have to cage the elephant. And then that's where the bad name came from. Uh, if you're interested in more zany stories about how they could potentially have gotten that name, I suggest doing a little bit of research. Uh, but, I mean, there's not there's not a ton to say about this band. They're a very, very popular band. I saw them uh, live uh, the end of last summer, uh, before before the end times. Um <laughs> And they're a they're a phenomenal band. They're one of my one of my favorites that is still making music today. Um, another little fun fact that I read about as I was doing some research prior to this episode: their favorite album of mine, "Tell Me I'm Pretty," from uh, I believe it was 2016 when that album came out. Uh, 2015, sorry, but. Another modern rock legend was involved in the making of that album, as it was produced by Dan Auerbach, who is of the Black Keys. You like Ford commercials that much? Yeah, I do really like Ford commercials, man. <laughs> I kid, I kid. The Ford commercials and uh, halftime at football games. <laughs> <laughs> Where the marching band just keeps playing gold in the ceiling. <laughs> uh, but that is all that I really have for Cage the Elephant. Uh, they're a very, very good band. Uh, 
I know that doesn't tell you anything about them, me saying that they're good, but I feel like this is one that's sort of ubiquitous and that many people are familiar with them. Uh, and if you're unfamiliar with them, then it is very easy for you to to very quickly find their greatest hits and do some do some further listening if you so desire. Does but I, I do it for do, I do this believe episode? that that does it for some modern rocking. <laughs> as always rocking in the modern age, some rocking in the modern age. The modern times are all the rage. Um, so let's get rocking. Ooh, uh, ooh, I'm just spitting fire here today. Uh, <laughs> write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Mom, get the camera. Uh, um, <laughs> as always, go follow us on Instagram. The instant gram. What is, I wonder what what is gram short for? I know instant. Instant. I don't know. Um, instant gramophone. Figured it out. Uh, as in the unit of weight. Yeah, in instant metric gram. Um, at Deep Cuts UC is that Instagram handle. Uh, and the Spotify, I believe, is Deep Cuts Radio. Deep Cuts, Deep Cuts Radio. So, yeah. Make sure to check us out there. And jam out we with will, us. Yeah, jam out with us. Uh, DM us on Instagram, your best memes. <laughs> <laughs> and DM us as to why... Ned is better than Greatest Hits. Oof. <laughs> Oof. All right. We'll see you or next he, time. <laughs> the unpopular take that Portrait of an Ugly Man is Remo's best hit. Peace. I'm, I'm cutting this out. <laughs> <laughs>